0: Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the 4-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com. And mention the podcast for 10% off of your
1: order. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. Celebration starts. The New Jersey Devils for the third.
0: Hi, welcome to Ballpark Bros. This show about sports.
2: That's right. That's Tom, I'm Mike, and joining us in our temporary studio uh, is our friend Mason. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> Mason is here because I felt bad making fun of just Tom. <laughs> uh, so I felt uh, they could, they could sit and be sad together uh, throughout the course of this show I'm not even really talking about the NFL playoff stuff
1: it's, it's that and, <laughs> and just
2: everything just so much uh, more we'll, we'll get we'll get to that in a, in a second uh, actually this is really weird I actually want to start off with with the NBA all right um, you do that the uh, the Clippers defeated the Houston Rockets uh, 113 to 102. Uh, last night uh, But that really really was not the story um, According to multiple reports Members of the Rockets Went to the uh, Clippers locker room After the game to confront Blake Griffin And Austin Rivers uh, Apparently it was James Harden Trevor Ariza and Gerald Green Pushing into the Clippers locker room Uh, to confront Austin Rivers. He was talking some trash from the bench uh, during the game, I guess. Really? Uh, They also wanted to get at Blake Griffin, who had run into coach Mike D'Antoni during the game. Uh, Apparently, uh, Clint Capella knocked on the front door of the Clippers' entrance. Somebody opened the door, saw it was him, and then shut the door in his face. (laughs) Um... Apparently Chris Paul went into a, tried to go in the back door of the locker room that he would know about, having been a former uh, Clippers point guard, uh, while the other players were, uh, I'm going to go with the term laying siege to the uh, front door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It got so bad that they called the LAPD, not just, not just Staple Center Security, but the LAPD. Um, This was just insane. Look,
0: I did, did. Don't don't be jerks on the court, and you don't have to be jerks off court. And it's not like these teams are, you know, going to be fighting for a playoff spot.
2: Well, I mean, I'm just I'm trying to figure out: is it really worth risking the suspension that you are very likely to get? Uh, is it? I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of someone who would try to burst into the opposing locker room. Well, this, especially as the road team. <laughs>
0: just think about something that just really gets you riled up. Think about um, somebody running into your coat. Oh,
2: still think that's. I don't know. And then
0: making fun of you.
2: Um uh, apparently apparently the seeds of this are uh partly uh the the Chris Paul Austin Rivers feud from when Paul was with Clippers he thought that uh Rivers was being <coughs> treated better than the rest of the players because his dad was the coach and uh whatever else president or GM or whatever his power structure was there uh, which I tend to believe. Still don't see there's a reason to go into the locker room. but uh, It's exciting. It is. It was very exciting. I was having a great time reading all about it. I want to um, hear
1: the uh, LAPD scanner right? from that call. Uh, we got a call from the Clippers.
2: <laughs> Apparently Clint Capella is trying to break the door down. <laughs> uh they play again on wednesday february 28th again in la so yeah, uh that
0: that's going to be bumped onto tnt yeah
2: right? god i hope that's a that's a uh nationally televised game i'll buy nba league pass just for that game uh, yeah.
0: i'll go to the bar just for that game
2: right. you can buy i'm pretty sure you can buy solo games so it'd be cheaper to just buy the game than to spend all that money on food and beer at the bar
0: oh no i will have gone to the bar and ate food and beer <laughs> <laughs> to watch a basketball game right it will be the first time i'll ever do that
2: i uh, way back when the uh when the spurs and pistons met in the finals i went out to a couple different sports bars throughout that series with with friends who were pistons fans um and that was uh Uh Mason saw something on the computer and just got really sad again. The stupidity. that's yeah. upcoming. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah, oh, this is gonna be great. Alright, uh well I guess it's enough about the about basketball for now.
0: Uh well you didn't do any let's, uh, any ranking?
2: No, I figured we got the NHL ones this week. Well uh plus we got all the NFL playoff and uh I had that
1: Can we do power rankings of Rockets aggressive
2: thing. acts in the NBA without the season? Because <laughs> be that's number, number one. one. This is, this is probably the craziest thing I've heard about the NBA since the Malice at the Palace. I
0: completely forgot that they named
2: that. Mm hmm. I'm not familiar. Uh, <clears throat> Ron Artest and. Somebody else went into the stands. Oh yeah. To conf- yes, that's what it, that's what I'm talking <laughs> they started about. Started assaulting fans. Yes. Yes. That is the malice at the palace. Love it. Yeah. Look, I gotta
0: be. <clears throat> if someone throws a beer at me, I'm going to be
2: very upset. Yeah. Apparently, he's also saying things about his wife. From what I understand, which that yeah, I'd go up and whoop someone's ass for that. I have. I have gotten into fights over mm-hmm. something like that before. That's why you got kicked out of the NBA. That is why I got kicked out of the NBA. That exactly it. So. All right, so the weekend that was in the NFL. Wasn't. Oh, it was. Oh, boy. Uh, we're going to start off with the uh, <clears throat> with the Saturday games. Uh, Atlanta. Never did. take it on the Eagles um, in Philadelphia. This was a very... Uh, this game was for the bird. Vic, I freaking knew you were going to do that. Um, it was a pretty low-scoring game. Uh, 15-10 final. Uh, Eagles came out on top. Um, first drive of the game, J.J. fumbled, uh, which led to an Atlanta field goal. Um, the uh, Eagles were able to come back in a couple of PI calls uh, on the Falcons' DBs uh, and uh, took a seven nothing lead on a fourth down run by Legarrette Blunt. They got to the one yard line after Nick Foles recovered a fumble and appeared to score but had it overturned.
0: Um, well, now, did he appear to score and had it overturned, or did he score and have it overturned?
2: Uh, he, he appeared to score, uh, but upon further review, that was incorrect. Um, the Falcons uh, the had, a, had a chance late. They drove right down the field. Uh, <clears throat> they got down into the red zone, and on first and goal, uh, Matt Ryan was incomplete to Julio Jones on the left. Uh, second goal was this weird inside shovel pass that I just, I didn't understand at all. Well, um... I mean, I know it's four-down territory between the situation and the clock and everything, but the inside shovel pass in that, in that situation, when you got a guy like Julio Jones, it should have been four straight passes to Julio Jones.
0: Well, they were expecting four... Well, they, obviously they weren't expecting four straight passes to Julio Jones, but... The Falcons were expecting that the Eagles were expecting four straight passes to
2: Julio Jones. <laughs> so they tried to try a little trickery. Uh, third and goal, uh, they had a nine yard pass down to the two yard line, and fourth and goal, uh, Matt Ryan was rolling to his right and uh, dropped back quite a ways. Uh, Julio Jones fell down on the last play uh, on what had been really bad uh, turf there in uh, Philadelphia throughout the course of the day. Uh, He was able to get back up, but Ryan just couldn't fit it in there, and uh, Philly came away with the win, and afterwards, we're walking around in dog masks. What? Because they were the underdogs, and uh, so a couple other players had bought dog masks on Amazon, and those masks are now apparently sold out on Amazon.
0: Oh, good. That'll be another fun thing that happens.
2: You know, I didn't watch this game, but I I got the emotional aspect
1: of it, because my upstairs neighbor... I have deduced throughout this season is an Eagles fan. Uh-huh. Um, and it was like a personal challenge to myself when I realized on Sundays he was cheering like a crazy person to not try to look at like his car or him or anything to determine what fan he was, but only going to go by the scores of games. So when I heard <laughs> cheering, I would I would look at my ESPN app and see who was scoring. Who scored most recently? But after a few weeks, I realized it was the Eagles. You made a lot of noise. You made a lot of noise that Oh, yeah.
0: I bet. So here we are at the uh, end of the first game of, uh, of the weekend, and my hopes for an all-Pennsylvania Super Bowl are still
2: intact. Yes, yes, they are. The uh, Saturday night game, uh, pretty impressive start by the Titans. Uh, forced New England to punt a couple times. Had a 95-yard touchdown drive that ended with a 15-yard touchdown pass from Marcus Mariota to Corey Davis. Uh, it was Davis' first career touchdown. He didn't have one in the regular season. Wow, that's pretty neat. Uh, as it says here in my notes, uh, then the wheels fell off. In the second quarter, uh, Brady passed for two touchdowns, one to James White, one to Chris Hogan. White also had a touchdown run. They tacked down another touchdown in the third and fourth and won the game 35-14. to 14. That is literally all I have for that game because it went exactly how I thought it was going to. I was really hoping for, like, an ACL tear or something.
0: Wow. No, I, no,
2: dude, this is a recurring thing with him.
0: Just Tom
1: Brady hate? hmm I don't like Tom Brady. I don't want him to tear his ACL. I do want him to suddenly become bad and then become financial ruin, but I, his ACL, I want him to stay intact.
0: <laughs> you want him to be perfectly wow. healthy, Wild but living on <laughs> Good yeah.
1: lord. And Gisele uh realizes that she never loved it. You know,
0: I just want him to be miserable,
1: but not unhealthy.
0: Okay, well... You know, the way he treats his health, if he was unhealthy, he would also be miserable. And
2: then my ears. Get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So the glossing over of the Patriots win that we all saw coming brings us to Sunday at 1 p.m. 105. At one PM. At one PM still... you were still in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Jacksonville uh well, Pittsburgh won the toss, elected to defer. That uh, I gave Jacksonville the ball to start. Um seems like a good idea. Yeah. I'll let I mean, your defense go out there and get a stop. Ten points against the Bills last week. Yeah. I mean, you thought everything was looking up for Pittsburgh. They were gonna get a quick defensive start, but no. Uh Blake Bortles passed right down the field on them. Who yeah, who was Blake Bortles? <laughs> <laughs> who was he beating the Steelers yep. defense? And uh Leonard Fournette uh finished off the drive with a touchdown run on fourth and goal. More than one. From the one yard one. line. Um he leapt over everyone. Yep. Like a, like a this down. is the wow. exact same way that the week five Ugh. game started. Yeah. And I that was a fluke. And I had heard yes, and I had heard all, all all week about how week five was a fluke and that there was no possible way Jacksonville would do that to them again. Well, they were wrong. And then Jacksonville came out and did it to them again. They marched right down the field, scored the touchdown. The teams exchanged punts after that, and that was followed up with a Miles Jack interception of Ben Roethlisberger on the 18-yard line, which was immediately followed by a Leonard Ford 18-yard touchdown run. Which point, was
0: immediately followed by Tom leaving the bar that he was at
2: <laughs> and going home. At the, yeah, uh, yeah, I went to a coffee
1: shop at point. At the, I did
2: watch the end. At this point, uh, everyone's day was pretty much ruined. Um, on the next uh, Pittsburgh possession, uh, they faced fourth and inches, literal inches, from the Jacksonville twenty-yard line. And instead of using their how tall is Ben Roethlisberger, six foot five tall, six foot five, two hundred forty-pound quarterback.
1: Oh, you're talking about the quarterback. Uh,
2: <clears throat> or just you know running their MVP uh, caliber running back straight at the middle. They decided to pitch to the right <laughs> and ended up with a four-yard loss, turning the ball over. Jacksonville took that possession and turned it into a touchdown. Uh, T.J. Yeldon in a four-yard run, putting Jacksonville up twenty-one to nothing.
1: Hey, do, they, do you think they know about field goals? You know, you can get points for that shit. I
2: stuff. Somebody get Mike Tomlin on the horn.
0: I hear, um, just you know, rumors and such that Pittsburgh's got a pretty good kicker too.
2: That's only the first time they screwed up and didn't kick a field goal. So oh, yeah, there are more. That's only the first bowl kicker. Uh, so after that, Pittsburgh was able to score a touchdown, uh, very nice 23-yard pass from, uh, Roethlisberger to Brown, uh, cut it to 21-7. to Uh, they forced Jacksonville to punt, uh, and then, uh, on the ensuing possession, um, Roethlisberger was sacked and fumbled. Like an idiot. Talvin Smith, <laughs> Talvin Smith picked it up and ran it 50 yards for the touchdown. Uh, that was with 2.20 left in the first half, it was 28-7, to uh, Jacksonville. The issue here, Talvin Smith got a 15-yard penalty for taunting, which then is uh, enforced on the ensuing kickoff, which gave Pittsburgh phenomenal uh, field position. And uh, on 4th and 11 from the Jacksonville 36, Ben Roethlisberger threw one of the prettiest balls I've ever seen uh, to Martavis Bryant for a touchdown with 25 seconds left that made it 28-14 and kind of got Pittsburgh back into this game. I uh, That was crazy. It was, it was funny because uh, my wife was out at the store. And she called me twice while she was gone. The first time, Ben threw the touchdown to Brown. The second time, Ben threw the touchdown to Bryant. And I told her, you know, you're kind of a jinx for the Jaguar. Uh, unfortunately for you guys, she came home shortly thereafter. So yeah, that was she kinda she the posted of that. something on Facebook
1: she, later that day about the Steelers, and I just I commented on it something like, I audibly sighed. When I read yeah. this. And then she said, I just found out you're a Steelers fan, and I laughed out loud. Was, Thanks.
0: Yep. You know, she's being awful rude for someone who cheers for the
2: Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to uh, 12 in the second half, Pittsburgh uh, got a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell pass from Roethlisberger. That brought it to 28-21. Um, and then after a pair of punts, one by each team, uh, Pittsburgh blocked a punt and got the ball at the Jacksonville 48. Um, unfortunately from the Jacksonville 38 on fourth and in inches again I' oh, think like a recurring theme um,
0: Now when you say inches you mean uh, I mean literal like inches less than one foot.
2: yeah yet again, uh they go for it and call possibly the worst play to call in that situation. Uh they don't sneak it with Ben, they don't run their M V P caliber halfback up the middle. No. Uh Ben tries to force a pass in to Juju Smith Schuster. It's incomplete. Jacksonville takes over. I
1: just I don't under- I don't understand the play calling. So I I saw like some interview that Ben did yesterday, I think, where he said it wasn't up to me, if it was up to me, I would have done a quarterback.
0: Right. Guess what? You're the guy who gets the ball.
2: Yeah, apparently, I saw this today, there's been a mandate set down from the top of the Steelers that he's not allowed to audible to quarterback sneaks.
1: Yeah. Here's my thing.
2: What the hell's the worst thing? Are they going to pull their Hall of Fame quarterback because he sneaks the ball? Is that what's going to happen? Is he going to do the sneak, get the first down, and Tom's going to be like, out of the game. Put in Landry Jones. No, that's not what's going to happen.
0: No, because nobody puts in Landry Jones unless every other quarterback you have is dead. It's been mauled.
2: (laughs) Um, By the Jaguars? Yes. So after this latest fourth down debacle, uh, Tyler Haley's not going to have a job at this point. No. Uh, Blake Bortles throws a bomb to Keenan Cole for 45 yards down to the Pittsburgh Four. Uh, Fournette scores his third touchdown of the game. I thought he had gotten injured. He did. He got injured. uh, And when he came back, he looked like garbage. I think he only had 10 yards after the half. But it was enough. uh, And he scored that touchdown, uh, bringing it to 35-21. Fun fact. Will this
1: actually be fun? Yeah. Or will
2: this be painful? No, it'll be fun. Leonard Fournette in two games in Heinz Field had five touchdowns. Le'Veon, that's not fun. Le'Veon Bell in nine games had three touchdowns. That's not fun. That is not a fun That's fact. painful. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: It's just you should have said, here's a fact. Here's a thing that's true. Yeah.
2: Uh, so on another fourth down for Pittsburgh, uh, Ben had a 43-yard uh, touchdown pass to Antonio Brown to cut the lead back down to seven. I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah, uh, on the ensuing Jaguars possession, this was this was a great play. Everything about this play said run. They had their big blocking fullback in there. He comes up through the line. He's about to meet the linebacker, and then he just goes right past him, and he's the only man standing in the end zone for the touchdown reception.
1: I am a fan of fullback stuff i blocking.
2: It was, it was a, a great play. It was perfectly drawn up, perfectly executed, I um, I would agree with you, but again, yeah, well, <laughs> wasn't watching. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> after that, uh, the Steelers drive down the field. Uh, ben laterals to Le'Veon Bell for that was crazy eight yard touchdown. That really was. Um, that was one of my favorite plays of this game too. Right up there with that with that last touchdown. Um, yeah, and this was after Ben had faked a lateral at the forty five yard line. Like what two or three plays before that. When he took off and scrambled, he faked another. Yeah. He faked a lateral back there. So you're saying I should go back and watch the highlights of this game? Yeah, it was a damn good game. It's
1: as always you can find like Pittsburgh centric highlights, you know?
2: Right. Not
0: highlights of the whole game, just a <laughs> good. Points. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I should wait a while and
2: watch highlights. Yeah. Watch Watch the Steelers hype video for next season. <laughs> yeah. That's where That's oh, where it's at. Yeah. Um. So after that touchdown, Mike Tomlin decides it's time for the onside kick. This is so stupid. Why? There's two eight. There's two eighteen
1: left, right? Two eighteen. If a field goal puts them out of contention. Yeah. Why would you onside
2: kick it? You I get, have
1: you have what two yeah two minutes and fifteen seconds yeah, or something yeah. If there's a two minute warning. You still have two, and two timeouts. timeouts.
2: Two timeouts. And Why he, do you onside kick? He it? does the onside kick, and I get it because at no point during the game had they held Jacksonville to three and out. I believe was was the rationale.
1: Right, but they also haven't held Jacksonville to twenty yards or less. Really, you know, most of the time they didn't. So they're going to get in field goal range probably. They're going right, to get field goal, you're done.
2: Right, so. Uh, they do the onside kick. It's deflected by uh, Medakevich, uh Steelers player, who touched it early. Uh, so that right there gives Jacksonville the ball. Uh, and then Jacksonville recovered on top of it. Um, after the first three and out of the game, Jacksonville settles for a 45-yard field goal, uh, which, you know, in, in Pittsburgh is not a gimme. It's, that's no joke there.
1: It is the hardest stadium in which to field, yeah. right? Yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat>
2: um and that, uh, that gave them a 10-point lead with a minute 45 left. Just... And here is where I lost my shit on this game. Pittsburgh gets the ball back down 10. Uh, no timeouts. Minute 45 left. Ben to Martavius Bryant for 40, 49 yards to the Jacksonville 5. There are 47 seconds left. On first and goal from the 5, Ben intentionally grounds the ball. So there's a penalty and a 10-second runoff. They have 32 seconds left at the start of the next play. Instead of lining up and kicking the field goal and trying for another onside kick, they decide to go for the touchdown. On the very next play, uh, Ben passes to Antonio Brown for 11 yards. Brown doesn't get out of bounds. The clock runs all the way down to 12 seconds, and I believe even a little bit lower by the time they snap the next play.
1: Yeah, because when they scored the... The touchdown, they had, what, two seconds
2: left? Uh, one, one second. yeah. So there, there was an incomplete pass on third down, and then Ben had a touchdown pass to Juju Smith-Schuster with one second left to draw within three, which, as soon as the when ball did, is touched on the ensuing kickoff, the clock runs out.
0: When When did uh, Andy
2: Reid join the Steelers? Right? Here's the Mike Tomlin has been terrible at clock management for years. There are so many situations where this happens, and that this was my biggest gripe about this game. This... This game was not lost with all that other stuff. This game was lost right there. He, The way he handled the time, he coached his way out of contending in this game.
1: And then <clears throat> on top of that, so they have one second left. There's a kickoff. They just did an onside kick when they probably shouldn't have. The only way you're going to win the game at this point is if you kick an onside kick and somehow, miraculously, you take it for a touchdown. They don't do that. Right. They go for a regular kickoff. The guy just walks five steps the ball. Yep. Why would you do that? You There's no way you're going to win if you do a regular on- kick.
2: No. Oh, uh, yeah, I... I don't know. I, I didn't get any of. I didn't get any of it. The way Mike Tomlin handled that game down the stretch, from from the decision to do the onside kick on, he bungled every single possible call in this game.
1: And he had spit in his beard that was frozen. He did. And every time he cut to him, like, just have you not scratched your beard? What are you? Well, clearly it's, not. He wasn't thinking. You know, well, he wasn't
0: touching his beard. It's too cold for his beard to get itchy. <clears throat>
1: but if he was thinking, he would have been like, oh yes,
0: you know, stroking yeah. his beard. Clearly, he wasn't with the play calls. Because well, some people do this when they think they scratch their head like this. Some people scratch their armpits. Yeah, maybe he's one of those. Maybe, he scratches his head. Yeah, maybe not he scratches his, his
1: butt. Yeah. yeah, that could be.
0: People scratch different things when they think. True.
1: What's the strangest thing to scratch while really? you? No, okay, not what's the strangest possible thing. It's the strangest thing that you've seen people scratch. Oh, that I've seen. Oh, that I've seen.
2: Uh, you know, I don't know. Because I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. this. this I've is, seen people... Uh, this has really gotten away from me here. I've seen people like pick their ears
1: while they're thinking. Just like in a business setting. Um, I think that's probably the strangest. I've never seen Mike Tomlin do any of them. Really. No. He's just um, usually
2: staring. But. He's just out there, Omar Epsing all over the place. Wow. Wow. They're no, identical twins. They are, yeah. <laughs> um, So... Now before before the uh, matchup with New England earlier in the year, Mike Tomlin was talking about playing him twice. So he already had his eyes set on next weekend. Then before the game, Mike Mitchell is talking about how they're gonna you know they're gonna win in, in New England next week. And Livion Bell oh. talks tweets before the game, we love round twos. we're gonna we're, you know we're getting a round two this week and we're getting a round two next week. Were they too preoccupied with trying to beat the Patriots? Is that what happened here? Yes. I'm I'm sure they were preoccupied with beating the Patriots, but on top of that horrible
1: play calling, like, unless they're standing in the moment and thinking, like, what am I going to do next week? Oh, yeah, just here, throw the ball. It's fourth and one. Just do whatever you feel like. It's just, like, what were they doing? You don't have to be prepared for the game to make the calls. Here's here's
0: the thing: draw up a game Mm -hmm. plan for the Patriots and use it against the Jaguars. It'll probably work the same. (laughs)
1: <laughs> if, if you can beat Tom Brady, throw yeah. some touchdowns. You can yeah. beat Blake stop Morris. some touchdowns. Well, yeah, they, they were throwing good touchdowns. To go. They were throwing touchdowns. Their defense wasn't doing anything, and that they, they could have thrown more touchdowns. At it. Honestly, I mean, what was the score? 45-42? Yeah, uh, that's a crazy high score. Yeah, especially considering they uh, messed up offensively <clears throat> so many times.
2: Calais Campbell, Jaguars defensive lineman, apparently called that score. Leading up to the game He said it doesn't matter We can beat them 2-0 Or we can beat them 45-42 to Wow I mean The fix
0: is in <laughs> Roger Goodell Yeah We know uh, We're on to you
2: well, I, I think this this team had, had an unhealthy obsession With the New England Patriots This year
0: Well, think about it. Everybody. This is probably their last good chance to beat the Patriots. Are you saying the
1: Steelers are going to have to rebuild?
0: I'm saying
2: that... Le'Veon walks. Ben retires. Ben's not retiring. He said he's coming back. Right, but, you know, I mean, they're getting... He's not going (coughs) to be good. They're getting to the end. They're they're getting to the end. Tom Brady
0: is going to continue to be... One of the top quarterbacks in the league until he retires at age 67. Yeah.
1: When he starts getting Social Security, I'll be like, I guess I can quit.
0: When he starts getting <laughs> those AARP magazines Ugh. in the mail. He's
1: not that far off.
2: <laughs> Time out. They don't care what age you are. They send that shit.
1: Yeah. But he he's not that far off from being able to join. Yeah. Okay. How old is, uh, how old is he?
2: 37? 38? Uh, no. no. He's in his 40s. 42?
0: I don't think he's 42? I believe he is forty one.
2: You use ask. That's whatever the default is. What? I never changed. I just lost this an immense amount my, of respect. this is not my computer. <laughs>
1: See look you have to scroll down oh. half a page to get to his age. Oh my
2: age. god, he was born in nineteen seventy seven. I had a wow. He'll be forty one this year.
1: So yeah, you can join AARP at fifty, right? Yeah. He's not that far off. No.
2: He's closer to that than he is to <laughs> That's insane. To uh, his college years. <clears throat>
1: and actually, you can join AARP. I know not firsthand, but <laughs> you can join AARP if you're married to someone who's fifty. A doubt. How old Giselle Bunchen? I Doubt, Giselle.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I'm going to go ahead and say she's probably younger
1: than. Hey, who knows? Tom Brady. Actually, who knows if she even has a legitimate age? <laughs>
0: she's born in 1980. She's only like three years younger. I was right though. I said younger, and I was right.
1: Um, so yeah, he's not that far off. You can join AARP soon and get all those benefits. Because he needs all those benefits. Hey, the re- the way you stay rich is by not spending money.
0: Oh, I'm not saying that that he's rich. He doesn't need those benefits because of his crazy. Health Well, now his style. guru's
1: been kicked out of the clubhouse, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. but he can rehire that guy when he retires.
1: Did you see the that guru's past? No. He's been sued by the federal government for, like, trying to pass himself a doctor. Oh, boy.
2: Yeah. Well, apparently he and Tom Brady know something the government doesn't know.
1: No, I think Tom Brady... It's like reading horoscope. Right. Well, I don't have firsthand knowledge, but, I mean, it seems like that could be the case. Where you read horoscopes, you're like, that's so right. And, like, he follows this guy's advice, and he's still in really good health. But it's not it because, be of, because
2: his. of this, yeah. right? So, I want your guys' opinion on this. I've seen uh, a bunch of Steelers fans online um, after the game when Jackson, when the Jaguars got back to Jacksonville, uh, they they visited with fans, and Jalen Ramsey tells fans, "We're going to win the Super Bowl." I, I've seen a lot of Steelers fans online saying, "Well, he shouldn't be talking like that because he was just talking smack about the Steelers for saying they were going to play New England." I think this is different. He's trying to rile up the fan base. He's not talking to a reporter or tweeting. I think this is different. Also,
0: um... If you beat the Patriots, chances are you're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. but
2: the, the people are saying that you know he's guaranteeing a win over the Patriots by doing this, and he was just talking about the Steelers for that. I, but I, 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 believe it's different. I, I, think, I think
1: at any point in the season, if you say we're going to win the Super Bowl, yeah, you're just trying to rile people up. Right. Well. Yeah. I, I, I think you're he was not just trying. To, by yeah,
2: he was just trying to get the fans excited. I don't think it was a slight towards the Patriots. And for, from things I've seen, I don't, the Patriots didn't take it that way either. I mean, you got this young up and coming team that's you don't never know been here. How
0: the Patriots take anything you want, you until know, you play
2: them. Well, yeah. Uh, and you know
0: I hope they
1: do. I hope they do in this bowl. They're a small market team and it's they're not the Patriots.
2: Well, so we got one more game to talk about and then we can talk about all the fun, crazy quarterback matchups we could have in this Super Bowl. Um, so the, uh, the last game, uh, you thought it was going to be hard to top that Steelers-Jaguars game. Uh, Maybe you did. And for a while, it really looked like that was going to be the game of the weekend. Uh, oh, boy. The Saints and Vikings, uh, Minnesota... Came out and kind of punched New Orleans in the mouth, and I, I was not expecting that. I said on the show last week, I thought New Orleans was going to walk all over Minnesota.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Minnesota yeah. got out to a 17 to nothing lead at halftime. I told you it
0: was going to be who dictates the the, the the game with their pace of play. Yeah. Um, he who scores first is going to dictate the pace, and they did.
2: They did. Uh, they, they stopped New, uh, New Orleans on the first drive, forcing a three and out. Uh, McKinnon had a 14-yard touchdown run. Um Sandeo had a had an interception on a very poorly thrown ball by Breeze. It was a, um,
0: a fantastic athletic play from Dejo.
2: It really was. Uh, the ball was under thrown by a good five yards, uh, and he was five yards, you know, yeah. upfield from it.
0: Well, he he Breeze had Ginn wide open.
2: He really did for an easy touchdown. Um, that led to a uh, Latavius Murray one-yard touchdown. Uh, the Saints answered, though. They came back, and Breeze had a touchdown passed again. That was then negated by a penalty. Yep. Um, uh, and, uh, a couple of plays later, Drew Brees throws another interception, this time to Anthony Barr at the Minnesota 5. Uh, he returned it out to the 28, and it got taken another 15 yards on a horse collar penalty. Um, second half, New Orleans comes out. They regroup. Uh, quick touchdown uh, drive. Uh, Michael Thomas passed from Drew Brees. After that, Marcus Williams, remember that name, intercepted uh, Case Keenum at the 42. After that, Thomas had another touchdown reception from Breeze. On the next Vikings drive, Sean Payton challenged two calls. Yeah. Both of which I thought were very clear that they were correct on the field. He lost both, meaning he had no more challenges and no more timeouts. Or, well, no, one more timeout, sorry. He had one more timeout at that point. Uh, The drive ended with a Kai Forbath 49-yard field goal. Uh, on the next Vikings drive, uh, George Johnson blocked a punt. At this point, there was about five minutes left in the game. Uh, Breeze took him down the field and, uh, had a 14-yard touchdown pass to Alvin Kamara with, uh, three minutes left. And then things got knocked into 12th gear. Yeah. (laughs) So at this point, it's, uh, it's 21, 20 at this point, uh, there's about three minutes left. Case Keenum leads the Vikings down the field. Uh, there's a huge 25-yard completion to uh, Adam Thielen on this drive. Kai Forbath finishes off with a 53-yard field goal with a minute 29 left. That's a lot of time for Drew Brees with a timeout. Yeah, that's, um, I would say, too much time yeah. for Drew Brees with yeah, a timeout left. Oh, it's funny you thought it was too much time. So on 4th and 10 from the Minnesota 46, uh, Brees found Willie Sneed for 13 yards. Uh, with 45 seconds left, a couple plays later, uh, Will Lutz hits a 43-yard field goal with 25 seconds left on the clock. Not time for Case Keenum. <clears throat> oh, he'll never make it. Um, <laughs> they're definitely gonna lose. Keenum finds uh, <clears throat> Stephon Diggs for 19 yards uh, with 17 seconds left. As time is winding down, about 10 seconds left on the clock, uh, Keenum finds uh, Stefan Diggs on the right sideline. And uh, remember, I said to remember that name. Um. Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams had a clear shot on uh, <clears throat> on Stephon Diggs, and we have no idea what happened, but he missed him by quite a bit. Diggs comes down with the ball, and I'm I'm thinking to myself, at the very least, they're gonna have a field, they're gonna have a shot at a field goal. Yeah. Which then in the back of my head, I'm thinking, which the way Minnesota is in the playoffs, a field goal attempt I late in the game, miss it. they're gonna yeah, blow it yeah. and yeah. still lose the game. Damn. Uh, no. Uh, Williams misses the tackle, Diggs doesn't go out of bounds, and races down the sideline for a 61-yard touchdown as time expires. It's amazing. Yep. I was I was standing in my living room at that point, and uh, I just yelled as loud as I could, what?
0: I'm sure you had the same reaction <laughs> as a lot of people around the country. Um, if you looked at Twitter, at any time within like five minutes after that, it was just <laughs> strings of of letters yeah. of people who couldn't put words together at I, the, at the yeah, time.
1: I was on Twitter then, but I wasn't looking at. Uh, I was searching words that I was wondering if they existed. You yeah. See how often they've been used on Twitter. So it was really an yeah. unrelated activity, right? Because I was not so emotionally, uh, <clears throat> you know, invested in this game that I, I bask. But that was amazing.
2: It was amazing. Is it weird that now like <clears throat> two of my two of my my favorite playoff games from the past couple years Um, one of them the Packers lost that Cardinals game with the two Hail Marys from Aaron Rodgers yeah Uh, and the other one is this one where the Vikings win um Maybe you're getting soft in your old age. I don't know. I just they were they were the two they've been the two most entertaining playoff games in recent years.
1: Is the Super Bowl considered uh, a playoff game? Last no, I Super think Bowl... Super
2: Bowls get their own category.
1: Yeah, for the yeah for oh. this kind of thing. So I was going to say last Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh,
2: no, uh, although I think both I think I both of these they, I think the endings were more no because at one because there was a point when I mean, New England was still like ten points down. You knew they were going to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew. I mean, it wasn't. There Nothing was, no was in doubt. <laughs> Even though they were 10 points down. We is. knew. it just. So this sets us up with the uh, Vikings at Eagles yeah. for the NFC. Which means the NFC is going to be represented by either Case Keenum of the Vikings at quarterback or Nick Foles of the Eagles at quarterback. Um, now, if you recall last year, the Rams drafted Jared Goff and then cut Nick Foles. Right. And then benched Case Keenum for Jared Goff. Yeah. And then Jeff Fisher got fired. And now these okay. guys are playing in the NFC Championship.
0: Yeah. Let's see, I think I figured out what the problem might have been with uh, those quarterbacks with, with the with the Rams. I don't think it's a problem with the Rams. I think it was a Jeff Fisher problem. Yeah, no, I
2: yeah. Where where is he now? Nowhere. Crying, crying at home. Probably taking all the credit for the Rams making the playoffs and Nick Foles and Case Keenum having career uh you know, career highs. But uh yeah, so it's going to be pretty interesting. And then you, you you think about the fact that one of those two quarterbacks could potentially uh match up against Blake Bortles. Who yeah. is Blake Bortles?
1: <laughs> Like I understand, he beat the Steelers twice this year. Who is that guy? Where did he
0: go to school? I don't know.
2: Uh, Is is he is he a a citizen? Uh, Who is he? I believe he went to UCF. Uh, By the way, the Jaguars. Yes, the Jaguars with that win became the second team in NFL history to win twice in the same season in Pittsburgh. Uh, The other one, the 2007 Jacksonville Jaguars. Really?
0: The Steelers have a losing record at home against the Jaguars in the playoffs. So they're the one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ja- Jacksonville has always had Pittsburgh's <clears throat> number. That's strange. He did go to UCF. Boom.
1: Oh my god, he's twenty five. Yeah, I missed that boat. When I was younger, I'm I'm only twenty seven now, but when I was like twenty two, I thought I can still do this. You know, I still have time. I haven't yeah. I haven't exhausted my eligibility. I don't think, I'm beginning to think that that's not going to happen. I don't think so. Wow. Hey, but with the skill level of the Pirates next season, I might be able to be a pinch runner or something. Just good. Uh, not good at running. Speaking of.
2: Let's not. No, we're going to. <laughs> uh, just some... Uh, Housekeeping in baseball. Some dude. MLB news. Are we switching to MLB? Going on. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll do some other stuff. Like We'll do some uh, some other stuff first. Uh, the Marlins signed one of my favorite relievers. Yeah. Jumbo Diaz. The Marlins signed something I love that guy. I really do. I didn't do. know that, yeah. I love Jumbo Diaz. I didn't know
1: they were in the business of signing uh, people. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, they do have to field a team next year. Do um, they? The Padres assigned signed Brad Hand to a three-year extension, uh, worth $19.75 million. The Twins signed Addison Reed to a two-year deal worth $16.75 million. All right. Twins are going to be good. The Mets signed Adrian Gonzalez.
0: I I assumed he was going to go there.
2: It made sense. They do like aging guys who used to be able to hit. Let's <laughs> um, pull those guys. The, uh, yeah. The Astros acquired Garrett Cole from the Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't know who that is. For Joe Musgrove, Colin Moran, (laughs) Michael Felix, and Jason Martin. Man. Names that have never been mentioned on NBCSports.com before. Oh, hey, here's a fun one. Pick a catcher for this year. Wilson Contreras, Yadier Molina, or Buster Posey? Uh, Yadier. Think so? I would. Oh, I
1: didn't know that you meant by skill. <laughs> I think you just meant pick. No, yeah. I mean, if you, had, if you I
2: mean, would, I would probably go with Buster. Just for just for one year, like not you know. I know Contreras is much younger, but you know, just for one year.
1: Well, Yadi's already bad. Okay, so set a career him. high
0: in
2: RBI last year.
1: If that meant anything, that'd be
2: great. That's no. That's what the story mentions that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did have a career high in RBI, whoop de doo
1: Good for the rest of the team for getting on base, <laughs> yeah, right?
2: Uh, uh, Wilson Contreras says, uh, "I know that I'm going to be better than Molina and Posey." Which I th- is he saying that
0: he knows that he's going to be better than them this year, <laughs> or like or when just they're over when they the retire, or
2: eventually? I believe he's. I believe he was referring to this year, which I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. I'm not going to guarantee it, but Contreras has well, made he's, he's
1: going to be better than Yachty Molina.
2: Yeah, it, Contreras has made great strides in his first two years, and defensively, he's much better than he gets credit for.
1: I, I hope he is better than them. Because, well, Yachty plays for the Cardinals. I'm morally opposed to them.
2: As you should be. Yeah. Aren't you also morally opposed to the Cubs? No, not really. All
1: right. I rooted for them in the World Series. They're not really division rivals.
2: That's true. Pirates have to win some games for it to be a rivalry. Right. Now, boom. Between
1: tw- yeah. Between, I think they're on pace for 19 wins this season. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on if they can get that janitor who they've been trying yeah, we'll, to recruit. So we'll
2: get there after one more, uh, one more thing. Uh, the Nats signed utility man Howie Kendrick to a two year, $7 million deal. Uh, that's too much money.
1: The Seven million dollars oh. is what—a little over one win. <laughs> that's uh, probably the correct amount to pay him. So uh,
2: here's the uh, here's the big one. The Giants acquired Andrew McCutcheon from the Pirates,
1: and and the Pirates got Watson and Crick, the guys who discovered DNA. Yeah. as a return, yeah. the scientists. Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> their wins above
2: replacement. <laughs> it, they got uh, they got Kyle Crick. <laughs> And Brian Reynolds. Again, two people that... Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, this is going to be a bad year for the Last players.
2: season in high A San Jose, Reynolds hit 312, 364, 462. He with can... 10 homers, 63 RBI, and 540 appearances. The fences were at 37 feet.
1: He was only and hitting
2: 312 in high A. And Crick uh, <clears throat> was a first-round pick in 2011. Okay. <laughs> that was that, was that career ago. Made his major league debut last year, oh, man. giving up 11 earned runs on 22 hits, with 17 walks and 28 strikeouts, and 32 and a third. So I was looking he at... He was the 16th best prospect in the Giants' system. <laughs> Apparently was, Reynolds was the fourth best. I was looking at uh, war projections. So
1: McCutcheon is a defensive liability, and so, but if you put him in a corner, he's not that bad. They're
2: still looking at Lorenzo Cain, John Jay, and there was a third name out there uh, to put in center field. The McCutcheon deal is to put him in right.
1: Right, so he's going to play right. So they're going to save on defensive loss of the Giants. But so without even considering that, though, like, I was looking to see if these prospects were w- would compare to McCutcheon if you were to put him into a corner spot. They're not even projected to make the MLB. So I was looking at WAR projections. They're both over fifty percent, like unlikely to make a major league appearance. Okay,
2: so with with uh, with Reynolds being the number four prospect in the Giants system. What, do you know offhand or uh, have an idea of, what is the likelihood of the number four prospect of all franchises, you know, the, the, the likelihood across the league of a of number four prospect making the MLB roster in a given year? Do, uh, do you think it's higher or lower than... It depends on how the
1: team's doing, but it's probably I don't know, 40%, 30% I would guess. So I so mean- for
0: like the Pirates 90%? Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah maybe but, actually. Yeah.
1: But, so I think he, his war distribution was like 55% chance that he will never make it to the major leagues and then there's a really fat tail, so he could be pretty decent, but he probably will never make. Right. So it's still just like if you're if you're just gonna say okay, you're gonna wait it, you're gonna say okay there's fifty five percent chance there's zero war. There's a ten percent chance there's between one and three wars there's a two percent chance whatever. It's like why would you want that? Right. Unless you're getting them for very cheap. The pirates are paying two and a half million dollars to get mccutcheon off the books. That's that's about half a war right there that you're paying.
2: Yeah. Um McCutcheon did bat uh, 279, 363, 486 with 28 homers and 88 RBI and 650 plate appearances last year. After a slow start. And, and, yeah, after a slow start. And he is, uh, is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. I... The, the, they were going to get rid of him anyway. The, the Pirates were yeah, they were going to get rid of him anyway. They got nothing for him here. Yeah. L- literally nothing. Why not hold on to him until the trade deadline? Let try to see if he can if he can get some good production through April and May.
1: Yeah, just give him some uh, you know, under the counter boosts to his performance, up you, his value.
2: You want to roid him up?
1: Yes. And <laughs> get maybe like a a,
2: they, they, a decent MLB player. He could have he could have done he could have done as poorly as he did at the beginning of last year to start this year, and they still would have gotten what they got yeah. in the middle of the season.
1: They're getting no-name prospects.
2: Yeah, they could, they could have gotten that in July. They should have let him play the first couple months in Pittsburgh and moved on from there. If you So know.
0: here's the question. I, I've seen it uh, said that the Pirates' revenue is based almost entirely on attendance because
2: so are you wondering what their revenue is going to be this year because I have a one word answer for you
0: the owner. Well,
2: <laughs>
1: The owner's getting $50 mil- The owner got $30 million last year from a minority stake share. Or minority stake share. Like MLB, Advanced Media, I think, sold a minority stake. Every yeah. owner got $30 million. This year, every owner is getting an additional $50
0: million. Between 50 and $69 million. Yes. Sure.
1: That's a shit ton of money.
0: That yeah, is like, a lot of money. That's enough money to keep a couple of players around. Here. Yeah.
2: That's enough money to, like, uh, I don't know, maybe trade for the best hitter we've seen in a long time instead of letting the Yankees get him. <laughs> Well, you know, just saying, they could have been, they could have been active in other ways.
1: Yeah, I I, I think it was a Sports Illustrated article that said like. The Pittsburgh ownership, the Nutting family—they're claiming that I'm they're sorry, poor. I'm the sorry, what family? Nutting. That's they're nutting all over Pittsburgh. You can't say that on this show. <laughs> um, they're claiming like they're poor and they can't afford the stuff. But maybe they, they ought to sell the team. They're billionaires. Yeah, it's bullshit. What's the difference between a small market team and a big market team? Pittsburgh's a large city.
0: Yeah, it is not a small city, but it is a small, it's a small,
1: medium market. Yeah. But it's just... I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I understand that there uh, must be a rebuild at some point, but no. the, the, if they're going to get rid of cushion they should have gotten rid of him Rid of him either last July or this, or this, July. this
2: July. No, the difference between a, a big market and a, and a small market team is mindset.
1: And how much money the owners are willing
0: to
2: Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think it's just the owners. I well,
0: think. what do you mean, mean
1: people? Are you going to say something about the fans? No. I have spent dozens of dollars on the Pirates in recent years. Literally dozens. (laughs) Dozens.
0: Um, I'm going to say something about the general manager, Neil Huntington.
1: Of Huntington National Bank?
0: I don't know. But if he is, then Huntington National Bank can't be doing too well either. Um, I've also
1: given them all of of my dozens (laughs) of dollars.
0: And manager, Clint Hurdle, I think... Has been mismanaging players the last few years. I don't.
1: I I disagree with that. I think Huntington, obviously, with these last moves, has been. These have not been good moves. Like he hasn't
0: made good moves other than signing pitchers who have been in you know tailspins in their careers. And just Mm. because we've got a good. Uh, pitching coach they've been able to write their ships
1: well that's the point they're trying to get pitchers that they think they can uh correct yeah for a uh, low cost and
0: they've done you, a pretty good job when you hit once out of every five i think that's okay but last couple of years they haven't been hitting nearly as well uh there's not been a francisco liriano type thing happen where Lira- liriano had one of the best years of his career After coming to Pittsburgh, Uh, but then he would have cost too much money, so he had to go. Um, We've not had anything like that in the last couple of years. I think it's
1: a sample size problem. If you believe that the pitching coach is actually doing a good job, you know, missing on three, four, what was it, I think three pitchers, that doesn't really change my mind about it. I think that, what's his name? The pitching coach? Forget.
0: I also forget. Anyway.
1: Uh, that he I I still believe he does a really good job and that Pittsburgh can search for undervalued pitchers and stuff but these last couple of trades have changed my mind Ray Searidge
0: that's what it is
1: uh, have changed my mind about Huntington now Clinton Hurdle, actually, from what I've read from the old beat writer, Travis Sochick, that, did, that covered Pittsburgh, yeah. and now he writes for Fangraphs. <laughs> Hurdle's a very open-minded manager. He was actually, um, he's been open-minded ever since he was in Colorado. Now he sucked when he was in Colorado, but... Um, that, had
2: a, that had a lot to do with the team that he was given.
1: Yeah. Um, he's a pretty open-minded manager. I don't have a problem with him. I have a problem with the ownership at the GM. I, well, look, well, at, look, look. At,
2: look at the way he's shuffled the outfield so much and the way he's used Josh Harrison over the past couple of years. He's willing to do whatever it takes to be able to find the right combination.
0: Including getting his butt kicked out of games.
2: Yeah, hey, I don't have Day a in with and that. day out. I don't have a problem
0: with that.
1: And he actually has the, um, I think Fox is his name, the head of their R&D or their sabermetrics department, travels with team. Yeah so that he can have like the one-on-one conversation with players explaining and I think this is really important you know at a corporate level at any sort of business to explain the why so everybody is on board with the decision they're not like second guessing why exactly are we doing it this way here's the reason to just align everybody I well, think it's really important
0: you might want to have them start sitting down with the fans too yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> now there is no why- I, mean, I meant like in-game <laughs> situations but this stuff is just yeah. I, I don't know you know maybe the pirates do know something that we don't but uh, it seems unlikely. it seems like it's just a fire yeah. it really
2: is uh, they're they're they kind of Marlins North at this point, uh, Josh, except
0: with less money, I
2: think. Yeah, with less stardom at the time. Uh, Josh Harrison now, wants out of Pittsburgh, he's asking to be traded. That's really sad. Uh,
0: I want out of Pittsburgh too.
2: Now, uh, talk, uh, talking about teams, just just getting rid of everything and everyone. Um, Derek Jeter finally finally going to make the right call on getting rid of uh, a part a part of the Marlins. Uh, Derek Jeter wants to get rid of the Marlins home run sculpture. <laughs> Wait for Do real. Do it. Get rid of it. Really? Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be an easy task. Um, it's. It's, they, uh, it's an it's, art
0: project. It's a load bearing.
2: Load <laughs> bearing art. It's load bearing <laughs> art. Uh, it, it's public property because it was purchased as part of the Art in Public Places program, wow. which requires it to be installed for the public in county-owned buildings. Why does he want to get rid of it? Because they're not going to hit any home runs. Because it's hideous. The whole stadium's hideous. Look at that thing. Have you seen the rest of this I have, but that is the crown jewel. And it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I, you know what? I'm going to buy it from Do it. I'm going to put it in my apartment. Did you also buy the Red Wings octopus? No, I'm, not, I'm a Penguins fan. I know, but did you also buy You're buying fruity decorative crap from old stadiums. This
1: is from a non-enemy. Whatever. The Red Wings,
2: mm. clearly. Speaking of the Red Wings, they just lost to my Dallas Stars 4-2 to two tonight. That was awesome. Okay. Um, and now we segue into Tom's uh, hockey power rankings.
0: I have hockey power rankings, guys. Written on a post-it note.
2: Because he forgot about it until we were about ready to start the show. (laughs) Um, Um, Should I start? Uh, they're your rankings. You, I mean, do you, you want me to me, go ahead? Yeah. And do them? Yeah, let's do this. All
0: right.
1: Are we, are we over the, the malaise about the Pirates? I'm
2: emotionally, I'm, I'm not done. Oh. With just saying how to do you need, uh, I am. Do, you need a, do you need a minute?
1: No, that's it. I just wanted to say it's very
2: disappointing. Okay.
0: You're not mad. You're just. Well, I'm, I'm not mad. Ma- I'm I'll, just disappointed. I.
1: Well, no, it's just. I knew a rebuild was going to happen. At some...
2: You just didn't think it was going to be so
1: fucking It was not going to be so botched. A rebuild. I expected a rebuild to start happening last July. And if it, Look, d- it wasn't going to happen last July, I figured it'd start <clears> this July. And it would be done in a very, in a manner that made sense. <laughs> this is just a fire sale. And we're getting nothing.
0: Right. Hey, we're coming up on uh, 40 years since the last Pirates World Series. Ooh. We've still got 70 years to go.
1: <laughs> That's true. I think we I can do it. I don't have 70 years. I
0: think we can do it.
2: I'm graying rapidly.
0: Said the youngest guy here.
2: Right? You can go fuck yourself. I do have more gray hair than either of you. So. Yeah, but you also have more hair than either of us. Yeah. All right. Fair.
0: All right. Let's do these NHL power rankings. Only the top ten because 31 teams is a lot to, to rank out. Um, starting at number ten, we've got the Colorado Avalanches.
2: <laughs>
1: I hate you. The yes. Um, I I had several several raviolos for dinner.
0: Yeah. Oh, they are eight and two in in the last ten games that they've played, uh, and that's a seven game win streak that they're on right now. They are playing some really good hockey, even though they're down, down, down near the bottom of the Central.
2: Uh, they had a rough start um, <clears throat> early on in the year. They uh, they were losing, you know. 6 out of 10 pretty consistently. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, they've turned around of late. Uh, they just beat the Dallas Stars 4-1 to one a couple of days ago, uh, which is a pretty big deal right now. Uh, Nathan McKinnon leading the way with 54 points for them.
0: That's uh, not bad at this point of the season, you
2: know. He's... Yeah. 20 goals, 34 assists. Oh. So, yeah, it's it's good to, I As a Stars fan, I do kind of hate certain teams, and the Avs are one of those teams. Yeah. But I still like them to be good because when Dallas beats them, I want it to mean something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's I'll, all I feel about Michigan. Yeah. I want them to go undefeated until they play
1: Ohio State. I want to. Destroy. Oh.
0: Well, see, but you're going to get the second part of that pretty much every year. <laughs> Just the chances of them being undefeated when it happens.
1: Hey, Harbaugh's the coach now. Yeah. They said. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was a good show when we were discussing him. Oh, I had fun. man. I had yeah. fun with that show. Um, but see, but that's not always the case for me. Like, the Red Wings, I hate the Red Wings, but I don't want them to be good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's different for for hockey. There's so many games to be played. right. Um and you know one loss to to your team isn't going to put them out of contention for the national champion. Yeah, right. I would
1: never want the Cardinals to
0: right. Yeah, no, no, I Want no. them to be
2: terrible. Well, okay, uh, I no, don't know. No. I, well, hold on. No, just just. Are you going to defend the Cardinals? Hear me out. He just said, "Hear me just out." Just he's going to defend the Cardinals. Hear me out. I'm not going to defend the Cardinals, but I am going to say, but <laughs> I'm not going to. Aside I, from, I'm not racist, but aside from <laughs> the. World Series win. Uh, my favorite part of the of the Cubs rebuild was beating the Cardinals in that divisional round in, in 2015. That was yeah. I mean, so you, you got, want them to be good you got, to
1: get to the playoffs and then yeah, destroy like their you,
2: own. you got you got the World Series win. You got them winning that that NLCS and then third place is that that series against the Cardinals was just the best. I loved every second of it.
1: Only because you ended up the Kibbs ended up winning.
2: Well, they didn't win it all that year.
1: Right. But they beat the Cardinals. Yeah. If they hadn't beat the Cardinals, you'd Well no, but you know, so
2: you know, I I, I want did the enjoy that the Cardinals were good and that we got to take them down. That I want was... the Cardinals
1: to be like seven win a seven win team. which is the worst team in the history of baseball. Because they're so cocky.
2: They really are. The Cardinal. The Cardinal way. way. Ooh, they hack people. That's the Cardinal way. Yep. Yeah. Alright, back to the Back to the hockey. To the, to, the, to the hockey, sorry. Sorry, ice baseball. We're, 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 we're at number nine? We are at number nine. We've gotten all the way
0: to number nine. Hot diggity damn. Uh, I've got your Dallas Stars, Ooh. who are 7-3 and three in their last ten. They are. Or uh, perhaps 8-2. and two. I don't know. I did this list just before tonight's games went final. Um. So
2: God only knows. Uh, I, I highly recommend... Uh, that people look up the tyler sagan game-winning overtime goal from yesterday well
0: i highly recommend that they don't listen to you and they do what's in their
2: hearts they were in uh they were in boston and sagan gets the pass the stars had a man advantage sagan went around all three skaters on the ice and then the goalie put it in the net. It was it was a beautiful beautiful goal. Uh I really enjoyed that on my uh dur- during my afternoon hockey. Um uh, Stars have four players with 40 points. Eh, that's it's a few. Jamie ben with 42, John Klingberg and Tyler sagan with 41 apiece and uh Alexander Radulov uh with 40 on the nose. Um it's a big drop off then to uh Janmark at at uh, twenty three, but uh, no, it's how many uh, many points does Honka have? Honka, Tom, just uh, (laughs) I'm gonna get you a Honka jersey. Honka has three points, Tom. Would you Would you wear a Stars jersey if it said Honka on the back? (laughs) No, no. Wait till he gets traded somewhere else.
0: Uh, All right, number eight. Number eight. Yeah, I've got the uh, i got Mason's Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, they are six and four in their last ten. They are currently occupying the second uh, wild card spot in the East. Who's their leading scorer? Their leading scorer, I believe. Though so, guess. those come on, give me a
2: guess. Well, I
0: believe it's still Phil Kessel.
2: It is Phil. K- it's not Crosby. It's not Evgeny Malkin. It's <laughs> that's a sign of a well balanced team. Phil Kessel he has been good for well, a long time. It's
0: a sign of why is Phil Kessel this good at, at at this point in his career?
2: Phil Kessel has been on a rocket to the stars since day one. He's not getting traded to the stars. You no, know I mean like the stars. <laughs> this man,
1: he's been good for a long time.
2: He's an American hero.
1: When did he he broke out when either Crosby or Malkin was injured a few years ago?
2: Yeah, yeah, he started. Yeah, his first year, he it started was a to come real on.
1: Rothsberger type situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he came in and and made uh, people completely forget the name uh, Tommy Maddock. <laughs> Way to spike the the soundboard there. <coughs>
2: Sorry, cold. <laughs> oh man, uh, I I've always really liked Phil Kessel, even bef- even before he was with the Penguins. You know, a lot of you know, listen to the show pretty regularly. I you know. I've got a son who is a who is a Penguins fan and, and many, many friends uh, who are Penguins fans as well. Uh, so I, I do root for them as long as the stars aren't involved. I just found the Hulk, um, guys. All right. You know what I just
1: saw? Speaking of observations about this home, there's a Bob Ross Art of Chill game.
2: There it is. It's my mom's. We haven't opened it to
1: play. Yet. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Stop um, trying to hit me with the Hulk. My brother got a mug this Christmas that was a Bob Ross. Looks just like a regular old mug. Yeah. Yeah. And when you fill it with a hot beverage, Bob Ross
2: appeared. There's a Bob Ross Chia Pet. That's kind of cool. I don't like Chia Pets in general, but it looks like a fun game. Phil Kessel. I'll let you know. Uh, oh, yeah, Phil Kessel. He's he's the freaking man. Uh, as I said, an American hero, born in Madison, Wisconsin. You're not You can't say hero. You have
1: to say hero.
2: Oh, my God. An American hero. I quit. What? I'm older than Phil Kessel. Wow, yep. you're, how old are you? Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I'm older than Phil Kessel. Missed that boat. All right, number seven. Number seven, <laughs> we've got the Winnipeg Jets. Woo, boy. They're 6-4 and four in their
0: last and They've uh, lost two in a row, but they're still atop the Central, uh, which means that they're still in the playoffs. The huh? Winnipeg Jets are, at this point of the season, going to make the playoffs.
2: That's uh, largely thanks to uh, Connor uh, Hellebuck. He's Canadian, man. Uh, He's not. 23-6, 2.4 uh, goals against. We're going to correct this. He's from Commerce, Michigan. Wow. Those was, Canadians, And man. he was born in 1993, for those keeping score at home. Commerce, Michigan. Hellebuck. Yeah. Um, it sounds like something out of like uh, Lord of the Rings. In, uh, oh, it's a Hellebuck family. And the in the ten games uh, he has sat out, they are three and seven. Well, that's look as opposed to twenty three and six with him. So it's doing large part. Him and Blake Wheeler are pretty much the only things making his team go.
0: Well, yeah, um, <laughs> that and the uh, relative weakness of of the central. Um, I don't know. It just seems like the Central is a little more forgettable than the rest of the uh, divisions. This I don't.
2: Year. I don't like uh, the way NBC Sports has their uh, standings. The Dallas Stars are not in seventh place in the in oh, I'm sorry, that's West Conference. Hold. I'm like, sorry. I thought that was the division. I'm like, that's not even close to accurate. Good job. Um, I mean, the Central. Everybody's got at least fifty points. Everybody has a winning record.
0: Oh, but it's. It just seems. Those teams are all just very forgettable this year, especially with Chicago not at the top, but at the bottom.
2: They, um, I think a lot of those contracts they handed out and decisions to bring back older players, uh, Patrick Sharp, uh, have finally, uh, finally caught up with them.
0: Yeah. Possibly. That is the
2: only division where every single team has 50 points.
0: To be fair, two of the other divisions have the Sabres and the uh, Coyotes in them, <laughs> so it puts them out.
2: Yeah, but still, I mean, in those other two divisions, I mean, the uh, the Atlantic only has three teams over 50. The Pacific uh, has four.
0: Also, the Central has the least number of teams to have to reach the fewest. Less. <laughs> <laughs> it has the less number of teams. The, the
2: less number. It right. didn't got that many. All right, where are we are number six now? Number six. So this is taking on. a long time. This is longer than usual.
0: Um, we've got the boston brewing
2: there's a, a facebook there's an advertisement uh for this wall art and it, it uses logos from different teams or or uh restaurants or whatever in the particular city yeah that you're trying to trying to show and for boston they use a pyramid shape for the second o so i constantly refer to it as Boston. yeah um it, it it pops up so often on my feed and I don't understand why because I'm not a fan of any of those teams. I've never been to Boston. I don't drink Sam Adams. I don't I just don't get it. Do you but, consume American Liberties? Yeah, those are from Philadelphia. Well, the first fights were from Boston. Well, so. the liberties came from Philadelphia. You consume yeah. the fruits well, of Boston. A lot of so.
0: a lot of the the beginnings of those liberties came from New York though.
2: No, they did. What are you
1: talking about? New York? You mean New Amsterdam, the Dutch colony?
0: Pshaw!
2: <laughs> <And> the Dutch. <laughs> My lord! All right, the the the, the Boston Bruins, seven and three in their last ten.
0: Woo boy! They they have really come on strong. Uh, they're looking better as a team than they did
2: early in the season. Yeah. They're
0: in second place in the Atlantic. Um, Took a Rask having know. a
2: pretty good year with a two twenty five against.
0: Yeah. Um. And Kudobin had a stretch where he was he had. He was stealing starts from Rask yeah. because he was playing so well.
2: I'd say they did lose that game to Dallas yesterday, but Kudovan looked great. Uh, he, he was really on top of it. He just had he had a couple bad breaks. Yep. But I, I, I've i always been a fan of his, and I, I, I always feel bad that he never really gets to uh, be the number one anywhere.
0: Well, I think he's uh, at best a 1B guy. So, you know, he's not going to be able to be counted on for 60 games a year. Yeah. Anyway, on to number five. We've got the St. Louis Blues. Oh, fart yourself. (laughs) They're only five and five in the last ten, but again, I mean, we can't stop talking about the, the job that they've done facing all the injuries at the beginning of the season to even be in this position right now
2: that'll be starter starting carter hutton <laughs> he's got a 1-8-4 in 11 games yeah but i mean no i know it wouldn't hold up i i know no they're they're led by braden shannon uh vladimir tarasenko each with 44 points uh Jaden schwartz uh contributing 35 on the year so far
0: and i mean they just they're they're looking like a solid lock to, to make the playoffs and i th- I think make some noise again in the playoffs i uh,
2: I, I do believe that they're gonna make the playoffs uh, however um I would not be surprised if the Dallas stars catch them and knock them down to a wild card
0: well I mean they are only two points back
2: right too bad uh, two back with a game you know. in hand too uh, but th- just the way the way both of these teams are trending yeah, um, I, I just I would I would not be shocked. I also wouldn't be shocked if Minnesota caught up to him.
0: Yeah, I almost wanted to put Minnesota on on the list here, but there was just too much going on with uh, with Colorado and their long winning streak and right. some of the other teams.
2: I couldn't leave them off. No, I, yeah, I, I definitely get that. Uh, number uh, number 4. Number 4 we've got the uh, the Calgary Flames. The Yamir y- Yagerlis uh Calgary Flames.
0: Yeah. Uh well, I mean What happened was, to
2: Yarmir Yager? He's been he injured. Father time caught up. He's been injured. He's 57. Father Father time finally finally caught up to him.
0: I think it was a long layoff, you know, he didn't have a team until late in the summer and it's a lot more difficult to to keep your your training <laughs> regimen going when you don't have a team and access to team facilities and all of that stuff.
2: I'm sure he still had access to top. Well, yeah, but I, s- I still think he can contribute somewhere. Honestly, I think
0: this was going to be his last year
2: anyway. Probably. I just the the way the way the Flames play <clears throat> offense, I don't think he was ever a good fit in first place.
0: Yeah, um I think that uh, well nowadays with teams looking always looking for faster players you don't necessarily need a big guy like that. Um, there wasn't a lot of call for him. Yeah. And so, you know, it. it's sad to see his career come to an end. But then again, we did get to watch one of the greatest players in the history of hockey. Yeah. For, you know, he was... 20 the, years? Well, he mm. was the first player who really, his career and our lives coincided.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well... I don't know. For, for me, it was it was always uh, him and Madonna. You know, came up at the same time, uh, just a couple of years before Yager. Yeah. Um, and um, Jeremy Roenick wasn't too far ahead of that either. Those were always the three guys for me. And Yager just went so far past what Roenick and and Madonna were able to do. Yeah. Uh, as far as longevity goes, um, but uh, I don't know, like, I th- I think he can fit in somewhere. There's a team out there. Uh, hell, it was rumored that he could have been signing with the Blues before the Flames came calling, and I still think that he'd actually be a good fit there.
0: And I think he's going to look at this and see that he's uh, probably better off uh, heading to the uh,
2: retirement village. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as players that will be with the Flames for the rest of the year, um, good old Johnny Hockey, fifty-four points. Through New Jersey native, waiting for him games. to sign there. I'll be waiting a while.
0: Uh, Not him and the Van Riemsdijks
2: to sign in their home state. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, no, I, I I got to see Calgary play earlier in the year, and uh, Mike Smith had one of the uh, one of the more impressive uh, games I've ever seen. Uh, saved something like thirty nine shots. Unfortunately, lost the game one to nothing.
0: Yeah, that'll uh, <laughs> that'll happen.
2: I was uh, very impressed with him, and uh, I think he's doing a great job for them lately. Um, I think things uh, things are. Where we thought they'd be for Calgary at this point in the season, yeah, uh, they just got there a little bit later than we all thought. Yep, uh, up to up to second in the in the Pacific now. The uh, third,
0: third, third after uh, the events of tonight's yeah, game. Yeah, the
2: Sharks have two two games in hand, so um, number uh, number three. Number three, I've
0: got uh, the Capitals
2: out of Washington. Um, Is that the state or the?
0: <laughs> uh, Washington State doesn't have a team yet.
2: Uh, that's right, that's right. Um, if you'll
0: recall, the Stars have not moved again. Yeah. Uh, no, they're 6-4 in their last 10. You know, same story that it's been all season. Just, Just good enough. <laughs> yep.
2: Ovechkin and Kuznetsov running the show. Oh, Backstrom's not too far behind. Uh, Carlson, 30 assists on the year. Well, you know, <laughs>
0: when you've got... Everyone else doing the uh, goal scoring.
2: My mug is so cold that my beer actually froze a little bit. Boo-hoo. It's
0: a height of luxury. You know, the British drink warm beer.
2: The British can suck... Down that warm beer.
1: (laughs) A biscuit. (laughs) Much faster than frozen beers. There's no brain freeze.
0: That's true. Anyway, there's not much to say about the capitals
2: right now they're the same team they've been for the last six years yeah they're gonna lose
1: to the Penguins.
0: i mean they are they are exactly <laughs> they are at the top of the metro division um
2: that's the division that gets all them fancy haircuts and manicures
0: uh the funny yeah. thing is um they're rich there are three teams um, metro <laughs> there are three teams between Washington and Pittsburgh in the Metropolitan Division, none of them are on my list.
2: No, they're not. I mean, they're not playing great as of as of late. And, no. uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know that Pittsburgh is better than each one of those teams. Well... They may not have played that way early yeah. in the year, but you look at their roster top to bottom, they're better than New Jersey, Columbus, and New York, hands down.
0: A couple of years, we won't be saying that, but yes. Right now. Number two. Number two, the Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. Seven and three in their last ten. Four. How long will they
1: continue to be called the the Golden?
0: Uh, until the Army has
1: anything to say about it. Not yeah. much longer. SEAL Team Six is gonna. Well, that's the Navy. The Rangers are gonna land in Vegas. And attack! Attack them.
0: No, it'll be the. It'll be the the parachute team. Yeah, the Golden that's, Knights. Yeah, it's the, that's oh, really? The, yeah,
2: yeah, that's the parachute team. I actually I didn't, I did not know that. Yeah. Because yep. Army itself is the Black Knights. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, their parachute team is the Golden Knights. Yep. So uh, The uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, led by uh, Jonathan March-Salt, uh 41 points. William Carlson, 37, and Riley Smith, 36. They, man, I knew they were going to be good. The, the draft yeah. was set up... We knew they were going to be good. I never envisioned top of the Pacific. Top of the West. Top of the West. But I, I mean, I, I never really top of the Pacific, yeah. let, let alone the West.
0: And really not that far back from the top of the league. That yeah. is true. Only only one
2: team better, uh, and that is your number one team. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. Six and four in their last ten.
0: They still have Steven Stamkos. 52 points on the year. They still have Nikita
2: Kucherov, sixty uh, league leading sixty points. Correct? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. League leading sixty points, uh, Kucherov. Uh, but it's not. It's really not just that. It's also the goaltending.
0: Yeah, Vasilevsky.
2: I yeah, I don't know how he's doing it. Tw- uh, Twenty-seven and seven. Uh, Twenty-seven seven uh, Nine thirty save percentage. Two point one eight goals against he's he's made saves that defy
0: physics
1: that seems untrue have you not seen some of these no i, I just don't believe they defy physics i believe he's very good those stats are pretty
0: 27
2: and 7 and 2 he's like the captain america's shield of goaltender. yeah he's got three englands
0: <laughs> yes he does
2: i'm not Quite gonna good i'm not gonna tell you what it means <laughs> i'm gonna let you go through life <laughs>
1: Yeah. Six Shohei Watanis that's, that's really good It's a Japanese Babe Ruth it has got 79 Georges <laughs> <laughs> Yeah That seems like yeah, He seems really good
0: He is He's he's having a great year um, Yes They're the best team in the league Statistically And That's just uh, Where they are I'm not going to move them Out of the top spot Of my power rankings Until they move Out of the top
2: spot Of the NHL rank. Yeah so, uh, looking ahead in the NHL um, tomorrow, just two games. Uh, Montreal, probably the most disappointing team in the league uh, as far as preseason projections go. I know you're not disappointed to see them um, be this bad, but no, I mean preseason
0: well, projections wise, I gotta say Ottawa's the most disappointing team in the league. You think so? Yeah,
2: yeah I, I always kind of saw them as a flash in the pan last year. Anyway, I think that
0: they should be better than even. What what they are? Not. They they are so far below mediocre. That- yeah,
2: this I mean, this is a team that was a goal away from going to the finals last year. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just I think that expectations for Montreal were higher uh, than they were for Ottawa. Um, but uh, I mean, I, yeah, an argument can be made for Ottawa. I I, I do I do buy into that too. Um, I mean, they're
0: both very bad teams.
2: Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the late game tomorrow, uh, Pittsburgh at Anaheim. So uh, all you Pittsburgh fans you are going to be staying up pretty late to, uh, to watch that one.
0: Um, well, it'll be no later than Mason is staying up tonight.
2: Hey, I, have, I have a 9 a.m. meeting. Oh, that blows. Yeah, it does. Uh, on Thursday, and this is why I really wanted to do the look ahead, uh, a lot of big, big games. Uh, you have Washington at New Jersey.
0: We need that four point swing. Uh,
2: Boston at the New York Islanders. We need the Islanders to lose. Uh, you have uh, the Stars at the Blue Jackets. You guys uh, need to do your jobs. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to work that night, so this will be uh, first time I won't be down in Columbus uh, to see them in a few years. Um, then uh, in some of the later games, you got San Jose matching up with Colorado. And uh, Pittsburgh staying out west, uh, taking on the Kings. The big one, 7.30 Eastern. I don't know if everybody has uh, has the NHL package or anything like that. Find a way to watch this. Vegas at Tampa Bay. We just laid them out as the top two teams in the league. They are. It's the top of the east versus the top of the west. Find a way to watch this game. Tom, give them your password. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Capital P.
1: <laughs> password.
2: Don't worry, everybody, I'll post Tom's uh, username and password for his NHL login on on our on our Facebook page. You go, you can all get it there, and everybody can watch.
1: Seems like someone could get arrested from uh,
2: this. All right with you, Tom? No, <laughs> no. Uh, find find a way to watch this game. It it is going to be uh, one of the uh, one of the best games of the year. Uh, I believe that is it on uh, on NHL. So we've covered the uh, four major sports. Anybody got anything to say about soccer? It exists. Uh, League United is. I can pull Wrapping the bed Hang on, I can pull this up Right there um, They're not in the Premier League um, Let's see I will say this about soccer Ronaldinho retired Ronaldinho did retire That's not what I was going to
0: say <laughs> yeah, yeah Um. No, don't, don't even click NASCAR
1: I don't want to know I don't want to know about NASCAR I
2: don't Question, is NASCAR a sport? No yeah, I've had this debate uh, with a, with a friend, and uh, it's, at, it's 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 racing, but it's towards, stupid. towards Towards the end, it um, it kind of really just turned into me just pushing buttons. But I kept saying that NASCAR wasn't a sport, and he would he get so angry. I thought he was going to flip the table. <laughs> and it wasn't even that I was like really that into my argument. I just when he got so butt hurt about it, I just had to keep pushing.
1: It is a sport. <clears throat> it's stupid. It shouldn't be a sport.
0: But it is. oh oh I got one one more thing I saw it on the uh, on the page there um celebrity gossip we've got some here oh uh,
2: boy no one cares well, hashtag it's Kardashian my, baby it's bump. my quarterback and I don't even freaking care
0: um there was a a headline in the Chicago Tribune um Ooh. that said Danica Patrick has confirmed that she's dating the brother of a former bachelor contestant <laughs>
2: Yep. Uh, Which
0: is, of course, Aaron
2: Rodgers. Yes. I uh, actually do have some NASCAR-related news. What happened to Olivia Munn? Uh, they they broke a while up. Ago. Well, I'm assuming Last they broke year. up. I figured there might have been or a high-profile Or she's reason. super cool. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Date Danica Patrick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um Dale Earnhardt Jr., uh, he's going to work for NBC Sports. Uh, he will be working uh, pregame on, on the Super Bowl and he will be doing a, Olympics coverage. I, as, as much as I am very met about NASCAR, I've always liked Dale Earnhardt Jr., Uh, What's he going to say? I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. Also, Earnhardt Jr., uh, apparently in talks with other investors, um, he's going to try to uh, get in on buying the Carolina Panthers from uh, disgraced owner Jerry Richardson. I
0: really hope that it's going to be Dale Earnhardt Jr. and uh, Diddy. (laughs)
1: That
2: would be amazing. I'd love to (laughs) sit in that boardroom.
1: What if uh, Cam Newton got in
0: Player owner?
1: That'd be crazy. I've never now, heard of that. Has it happened?
0: Mario Lemieux, I believe, was part owner of the yeah, uh, that's... Penguins. And he like played a little Mostly because they owed him so much money.
1: <laughs> but like what if something yeah. like someone like Cam Newton became part owner? I don't know. That'd be crazy.
2: Oh would. Uh Bubba Wallace feels connection to Wendell Scott without pressure. Okay. What does that what? I'm on an NASCAR page, I'm just reading headlines now. <laughs> I feel like we're reading like personnel,
1: personnel reports from like a fried chicken.
2: Cody Coughlin joins GMS Racing in Truck Series. All right. I don't know what this Wood is. Brothers secure charter feel, for 2018 season. I feel like I'm Wait, having
0: I'm, a stroke. I'm pulling the plug on this. No, no, no. Versus no, no,
2: no. a uh, racing legend, Dan Gurney. Oh, go to other. Damn it, Dan you, Gurney died. Go to other sports. No, I feel bad. Other. Uh, I should, like that. Also, this is should. this is NBC Sports. Yes. You
1: clicked on Olympics at the Sochi medal count.
2: Well,
0: the next Olympics haven't started yet. They start next. month. Month they haven't updated. Yeah, they will change next month. What? Where
1: did they have the medal count? I saw it when you scrolled down. There was a medal count. No, there's a big visual. You're a big Sochi medal count.
0: Why do they have that? I don't know. They still they're still having to change it because of all the Russians getting their medals taken away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. Did you guys see that? Um, the women's hockey team for South Korea. May now also include North Koreans. Yes, yeah.
2: North Korea will be sending athletes to that's the crazy. games.
1: Well, I understood they were going to send athletes because the whole world hasn't boycotted right? But the fact that North and South Korea may share I, a
2: women's hockey team. Yeah, that that's mind-blowing. It's crazy. It's something I didn't think I'd ever see. It was um, so abrupt, this I, change. I do have to say, uh, as far as that goes, you know, politics aside... I feel very good for these North Korean athletes. I'm, I'm very yeah. happy for them. I'm not.
1: I'm scared. This is a... If they don't win gold, they, they could be, like, killed. I highly... I you know, say I highly doubt that. I <laughs> doubt that. See, it's not even highly doubt. It's scary.
2: It would be one thing if, like, from the beginning, North Korea was like, we're sending our athletes. We're, but it, it was kind of a last-minute They were going to. They, they, always, they always try to send athletes. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like... Not, it's, it's
1: not like the entire world is, is boycotting North Korea. the U.S. Right. So, like... If it was held most other places other than South Korea, North Korea would be welcome there. North Korea is in most but Olympics. This is
0: well, this is the thing, is um this has gotten, you know, North and South Korea talking. Oh, it's okay. interesting for sure. Yeah. Um
2: one last thing I just I just saw here and then we're gonna wrap up the show. Um Washington State quarterback uh Tyler Helinski uh was found dead in an apparent suicide tonight. Uh, According to the Pullman Police Department uh, Helensky was found dead at his apartment Late Tuesday afternoon Of what was described as an apparent Self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head A rifle was discovered next to Helensky And a suicide note was found Uh, Officers were called to the residence Around uh, 7.30pm For a wellness check After the uh, redshirt sophomore Failed to show up for a team activity He was 21 years old a uh, very crappy way to end the show. I uh, wish I hadn't just seen that, but uh, we can't end on that. Uh, That's very sad. Obviously, uh, you know, all the thoughts of prayers with uh, his family and his uh, Washington State teammates and and classmates and coaches and professors and everyone who uh, who may have been close to him. Uh, very uh, very sad news out of Washington. Uh, so I guess that is our that is our show for. Uh, for tonight uh, thank you guys for listening hopefully we'll be back with uh, some better news and and happier tone to start uh, start next week's show uh, thanks for listening and we'll uh, talk sports at you next week